This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512 MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB S2, modulation 8 PSK. Audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, this is Daniel Bilt, the microphone with the news, the headlines. The Romanian authorities are paying homage to the victims of the anti-communist revolution of December 1989. The Prime Minister of Romania, Nicolae Ciucă, and the President of the Chamber of Deputies in Bucharest, Marcel Ciolacu, are paying a formal visit to South Korea. And Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is being received by his US counterpart Joe Biden at the White House. Romania's President Klaus Johannes has today laid wreaths of flowers at a monument in memory of the victims of the Romanian anti-communist revolution of 1989 in Bucharest. Let's keep alive the memory of the heroes of the December 1989 revolution and carry on the ideals they fought for, the President wrote in a Facebook message. To the martyrs of the Romanian Revolution and to all those who suffered during the communist dictatorship, we owe the liberty we enjoy today. And we must thank them through our taking care of Romania and for the consolidation of the democratic process, Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă says in a message. In another development, the Belgian ambassador to Romania, Philippe Benoit, the ambassador of Britain, Andrew Noble, and the director of the French Institute, Julien Chapon Lucchesi, on Tuesday participated in the inauguration of a new monument in the memory of the three foreign journalists who lost their lives in the 1989 anti-communist revolution in Romania, Danny Huey of Belgium, Jean-Louis Calderon of France, and a British Ian Henry Parry. We recall that the anti-communist revolution started in Timisoara, Western Romania, on December the 16th, 1989, and a couple of days later expanded to Bucharest and to other major cities across the country. 1,000 people were killed and roughly 3,000 wounded in the only East European country in which the change of regime turned into a bloodshed. Romanian Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă and the President of the Chamber of Deputies in Bucharest, Marcel Ciolacu, are paying a three-day visit to South Korea. The two are heading a delegation of ministers and MPs who will be holding talks with local officials over energy, investment, education and the defence industry. 
During the talks he had with the president of Korea's National Assembly, Kim Jin-pyo, Prime Minister Chuka has referred to ways of strengthening Romanian-Korean cooperation. We are determined to strengthen Romanian-Korean cooperation, capitalize on the entire economic potential and foster investment in the field of energy, Prime Minister Nicolae Chuka writes on the government's Twitter page. During his visit, the head of the Romanian government will be having talks with his South Korean counterpart, Han Duk So, and together with Cholaku will be meeting representatives of the Romanian community in South Korea. The two officials on Thursday will be visiting two companies and a day later the demilitarized zone separating the country from the communist north. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is being received today in Washington by his U.S. counterpart Joe Biden and is expected to hold a speech before the Congress, the White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre has announced. The visit will underscore the United States' steadfast commitment to supporting Ukraine for as long as it takes, including through the provision of economic, humanitarian and military assistance, the White House official added. According to experts, the U.S. has already granted $50 billion to support Ukraine's war efforts, out of which $20 billion in military equipment and assistance. Biden and Zelensky have constantly talked on the phone in the past 10 months, but have never met face to face since the beginning of the Russian invasion. This is also Zelensky's first visit abroad since the beginning of the conflict on February the 24th. Romania is presently facing a shortage of anti-inflammatory drugs used in the treatment of respiratory infections, mainly in children. The shortage is the result of a growing consumption against the background of the rising number of infections in the present cold season after two years in which the measures imposed by the pandemic had limited the spread of these viruses. And that was the news. A flu epidemic has hit Romania hard at the start of the cold season. More details in this report by Daniela Budu. Nearly a thousand cases of flu reported per week, overcrowded pediatric hospitals and drug stores running short on key supplies. This is what the start of the flu season looks like in Romania. This is the first winter after the COVID-19 pandemic when health safety restrictions are lifted. As medics had expected, a wave of respiratory infections, some of them with complications, has been reported this month, affecting children in particular. The number of people reporting symptoms has gone up alarmingly in recent weeks, and patients sometimes wait for hours in emergency wards or in family physician practices before getting a consultation. At the same time, the number of children requiring admission due to complications has also gone up, doctors say. In this context, earlier this month the Health Ministry announced a setup of 59 centres for medical evaluation of children with respiratory infections, a measure designed to facilitate children's access to medical assistance and to reduce waiting times in emergency wards. In turn, pharmacists say they have run out of anti-inflammatory drugs and antipyretics, which are demanded particularly for treating children. 
The Association of Industrial Producers of Medicine in Romania has confirmed that the use of ibuprofen-based drugs and paracetamol has gone up by 50% compared to 2021. The same employers' association says that drug stores are, however, equipped with alternatives to the best-known medicine brands, arguing the problem is likely to be solved early next year, when approximately 200,000 such pain relief drugs made both Romania and abroad are expected to arrive. Health Minister Alexandru Rafila says the situation is the same in other countries and is a consequence of growing drug consumption. The minister recalls, however, that the authorities have presented alternatives to the best-known medicine that are currently unavailable. Furthermore, drug shelves are empty also due to mispricing, the health minister argued, arguing that a new methodology for setting prices is now being considered, in addition to possibly introducing a temporary restriction on exporting certain drugs. Over the coming period, we will consult with the National Health Insurance Agency in terms of introducing a new methodology for setting prices, which should prevent drugs from becoming unavailable due to commercial reasons. We are also examining the possibility of restricting the export of certain drugs, particularly antibiotics for children and other types of medicine, including oncology drugs, Health Minister Alexandru Rafila. Doctors say the best ways to prevent seasonal flu include taking the anti-flu vaccine, observing hygiene regulations and avoiding crowded areas. Moreover, authorities say the new anti-COVID serum adopted to combat the Omicron strains of the virus is also available on the market. The EU's objective of reducing gas consumption by 15% between August 2022 and March 2023 has a good chance of being achieved, statistical data show. I'm Lekremira Smion with details in this commentary by Eugen Koroyano. The natural gas consumption in the European Union decreased by more than 20% in August, September, October and November this year, compared to the average for the same period from 2017 to 2021, shows data published by the Statistical Office of the European Union, Eurostat. Natural gas consumption has decreased in most member states, but differently. In 18 countries, gas consumption fell by more than the target of 15%, in some countries even by more than 40%. The most significant decline was registered in Finland, almost 53%, Latvia and Lithuania. Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Romania and Estonia reported decreases of over 30%. Six EU members, even if they have reduced their consumption, have not yet reached their 15% target. Moreover, Natural gas consumption increased in Malta and Slovakia. The objective is a 15% reduction of gas consumption between August 2022 and March 2023, compared to the similar average of the last five consecutive years, in order to stop the dependence of the EU bloc on fossil fuels from Russia and to stop feeding with money Kremlin's war industry. Between January and July 2022, natural gas consumption in the European Union varied between 1,938 petajoules in January, a colder month, 
and 785 petajoules in July, indicating an overall monthly decline even before the 15% reduction target was set. August was the month with the lowest consumption, 708 petajoules, compared to the 823 petajoules average for the period 2017-2021. On the other hand, the European energy ministers reached an agreement on Monday on capping the price of natural gas after several weeks of discussions on a package of emergency measures that have created divisions among member states in an attempt to respond to the energy crisis. According to documents accessed by Reuters, it was agreed that the capping will be triggered when the quotes at the gas hub in Amsterdam reach 180 euros per megawatt hour for three days. The same document shows that the capping could be triggered starting from February 15, 2023, and initially it will not apply to over-the-counter type transactions that is outside the market. The European Commission on Tuesday held a roundtable involving the participation of high-level industry representatives to support activity within the EU energy platform towards joint gas procurement, which is scheduled to start in 2023. Attending were representatives of 33 companies from the member states and the contracting parties to the energy community. The objective of the platform is to contribute to the coordination of gas purchases while using the EU's negotiating and political power to ensure the supply of energy from reliable partners at sustainable prices for the EU citizens and businesses. And that was Radio Newsreel. Focus on Romania. Dear friends, Radio Romania International continues its traditional polling of listeners on shortwave, the internet and social media with a new challenge in spite of yet another complicated year. It's been difficult because of the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and the war waged by Russia against Ukraine, of rocketing prices of energy, the famine in some parts of the world and also the growing inflation which has turned everyday living into a burden for many people around the globe. We would like to ask you which person you think left their imprint on the world in a positive way in 2022. We are preparing to designate, based on your options, the personality of the year 2022 on Radio Romania International. Who could this person be and, more importantly, why? Would it be a public figure or somebody unknown to the larger audience but with a special story? It's up to you to decide as usual. You can send your answers by commenting on our website at rri.ro by email at engl at rri.ro on our Facebook profile on WhatsApp at plus 40744312650 and by fax at 00402131902. We recall that in 2021 we did not have a personality of the year, but people of the year on Radio Romania International as medical workers 
were designated the world's best citizens for being in the front line against the COVID-19 pandemic, together with those who developed vaccines against COVID-19. The Personality of the Year 2022 on Radio Romania International will be announced online and in our shows on January the 1st, 2023. Society Today Welcome to Society Today. I'm Eugen Nasta. Central Africa, somewhere far, far away. In Rwanda, Orthodox Christians pray together with their priests. Inspiring them is Father Nectarius, a Romanian missionary monk. Hailing from Tulcha in the southeast, Father Nectarius, whose layperson's name is Alexandro Dima, is only 30 years old. Young as he may be, Father Nectarius has had very special spiritual experiences. It was not by chance that, upon his ordination, he was given the name Nectarius, while his presence on the African continent is not a happenstance one either. The urge to depart there came from Father Damaskin the Gregorian of the Gregorian Monastery in Mount Athos. I arrived in Burundi, Africa, on September the 11th, 2019, at the Orthodox Archdiocese of Burundi in Rwanda. Therefore, my bishop is coloured, he is African, and he pastorates two countries. There, not having any knowledge of Swahili or of the Chirunde local idiom, I started learning Swahili. The Swahili language is spoken in like 17 countries on the African continent. There are 56 or 57 countries on the African continent, while Swahili is being spoken in its central, western and eastern part. It is some sort of African English. Just as English is in Europe for us, so is Swahili for Africa. <laughs> I learned that language, I performed the divine service in Swahili, and that's how I got to find my bearings, in the places I also travelled to as well, in Africa or in other continents. After a month, 
the bishop had me come to Rwanda. He told me, it is here you are needed, as in Burundi we have a cathedral of the Greeks, but in Rwanda we had nothing. I performed the Holy Mass outdoors, in tents, in rented rooms or in the field. And the bishop told me I was needed here in Rwanda and with God's help, if I can, I should build a church. And he did build it. The cathedral that was built, for it, the plot of land was bought by my bishop in Acantius, and only its foundation was laid. That was the best he could do in 2014, while nothing had been done from that year and until 2020-2021. I took over the work and, with the help of God, this year we also had its consecration on October the 30th. We worked day in, day out for the cathedral, the masonry, the plastering, the painting. I brought a painter, a boy who was very skilled from Yash, Alexandru. He painted the church in three months. He worked uninterruptedly, that boy. As for the iconostasis, the wood, the sculptor for the iconostasis, the lectern, the pulpit or everything else that was manufactured there, the iconostasis, we brought in a boy from Congo who was skilled in carpentry manufacturing work. We did not have the machines so that we can work fast and with perfection. Where well, we did try manufacturing work, and to the best of our abilities, everything came out fine. The church is scanty for the Rondians stepping in. That is why many of them continue to listen to the mass in the courtyard. In the lectern, a couple of dozens of children sing, also in Romanian. Father Nectarios learned Swahili, so why shouldn't they learn a little bit of his mother tongue too? In time, I carried a lot, and I brought from Romania priests' garbs. I take care of the communion wine, of the candles, of everything related to performing the divine service proper. When I got here, the priests didn't have any wine for the Holy Communion, and they were performing the divine service with fruit juice. They bought fruit juice from the shop, the cheapest one, to perform the Holy Communion, or, instead of frankincense, in order for the smoke to come out of the incense burner, they put a little bit of white wax from the Catholic churches. That was a kind of choking smoke, like the one of a train locomotive. They're very poor. In Rwanda, orthodoxy has been accepted since 2012, but very little has been done to that effect. When I came in 2019, I started everything from scratch. What we've got so far are two small parishes and the cathedral that has been built. When I arrived, there were roughly 2,000 believers, baptized by Bishop Inocentius, while this year, we built a cross-shaped baptistry with a staircase, a nice one. We put water in there and we performed the baptizing there since April and until now. Recently, we have baptized 3,500 to 4,000 people or thereabouts. And that was Society Today.
coming up next on Radio Romania International. Visit Romania. Welcome, I'm Ana Maria Popescu. If you've chosen Romania as your destination for this winter's holidays, you will not regret it. This year, more than ever, most towns and cities are competing for the best events, while in rural communities, guest houses are preparing their rooms to accommodate the tourists interested in getting to know Romanian winter traditions and customs. There are offers for all budgets and all tastes. Adrian Voikan, the manager of a travel agency, tells us holiday packages in recently revamped spa resorts are quite successful. Apart from accommodation and a traditional menu, here tourists can enjoy indoor and outdoor heated pools. Given the large number of spa resorts in Romania, the offer may also include spectacular mountain views with ski slopes nearby. Adrian Voikan in terms of spa tourism, Boile Felix is the top-ranking resort at present, followed closely by the Old Valley region, the Kalimanesht Gatulata resorts, which have indoor and outdoor thermal water pools. People go there over the weekend, and during the holiday season they are usually fully booked. Other popular spa resorts are Balvanios, Tushnad, Boile Herculane and Vatra Dorne. There are a lot of such resorts where popularity has increased thanks to a number of elements. Private investments are, in my opinion, the most important of these factors. Hotels were refurbished and included in international chains, as it happened in Sovata, for instance. Kovasna is a very interesting resort. Speaking about refurbished hotels, here is a four-star offer. Only 520 euro per person for three nights in a double room, including full board and the festive New Year's dinner and a lot of other surprises. In fact, each destination has its own surprises. The holiday packages offered to tourists are carefully put together ahead of time, with the hosts taking into account the suggestions made by tourists in previous years. And offers can always be customized. Adrian Voikan again. For Christmas in Boile Felix at a four-star hotel, a package is 735 euros per person for a three-night full-board stay in a double room. This includes the festive dinner as well. In three-star hotels, the price goes down to 500 or 600 euros, and in five-star locations, it may reach 1,200 euros per person. But the difference is not in terms of accommodation, luxury or amenities, but of the program and the tourist packages. I mentioned earlier the spa access, campfires, sleigh trips and so on. Many of these destinations are fully booked, but these tempting offers may help you consider spending the next winter holidays in Romania, where the fun never stops. And that's all in Visit Romania.
next in this program sports welcome to radio romania international sports club i'm eugen nasta the transylvania open women's tennis tournament held over october the 10th and the 16th in cluj napoca has been picked as the best tournament of the year in 2022 in the wta 250 category according to an announcement made by the women's tennis association The organization of the professional women's tennis players stated that the Transylvania Open scooped the award thanks to the tennis players who selected the circuit's favorite competition. The vote in favor was cast because the experience they had in Cluj-Napoca was rated as the world's best such experience. The tournaments were broken down into three categories according to the level of the awards. In the WTA 1000 category, the Indian Wells competition was the winner. while in the WTA 500 category top of the table was the Charleston tournament playing host of the Transylvania Open is BT Arena Romania's biggest multipurpose sports hall with a seating capacity of 10,000 seats the tournament's maiden edition was held in 2021 back then Estonia's and Kontovit outclassed the fans favorite the Romanian Simona Halep in the women's doubles the Romanian Georgian pair made of Irina Bara and Akaterin Gorgodze emerged as winners in 2022 in the women's singles the winner was Russia's Anna Blinkova while the winner in the women's doubles was Kirsten Flipson of Belgium and Laura Zigemund of Germany Laura Zigemund spoke highly about the tournament in Romania saying among other things that the Transylvania Open was a great event with a nice stuff and with very original ideas implemented in a bit to make sure the tennis players were having great crack as the tournament rolled on but also around town the other winners of the WTA awards included top of the table tennis player Poland's Iga Swiatek who was designated the tennis player of the year in the women's doubles top of the table was the all Czech pair made of Barbara Kreitskova and Katerina Siniakova the Brazilian Beatrice Hadadmaia was rated as the tennis player with the most significant progress while China's King Wenzheng was the revelation of the year And that's all from sports today. You can also access our sports items at rri.o and on Facebook. Next in today's broadcast we bring you traditional Christmas carols from various parts of the country. And we start with a carol brought to you by the Timișoara Folklore Ensemble from Timișoara in Western Romania. Timișul din Timișoara colindă prin toată țara și vestește al mai frumos că astă s-a născut Hristos. Bună seara, bună seara, gazda aleasă, ne primește, ne primește la ta casă. Bună seara, bună seara, gazda aleasă, ne primește, ne primește la ta casă. Că nu vrem, că nu vrem ca să-l așelem, numai să vă 
Next, we stop in Bihor County, from where Mariana Stănescu-Verman and her group of carolers bring us best Christmas wishes. Colo jos me pe lângă luna-i frumos, dar îndeme do lumina-i corinde-mi-dom. Corinde-mi-dom. Da, nu-i zola, me nu-i lumina-i ce-i un scaun, me de hodina-i corinde-mi-dom. Corinde-mi-dom. Da păscaun me cine ședea ișe de ședea me mai ca sfânta i corinde mi dom corinde mi dom cu fiuți me micuț în brața i cu cosița mere vărsalea i corinde mi dom corinde mi dom Fiu sfântu me da saltalea i din brațele me mai ca salia i corinde mi dom corinde mi dom mai ca sfântă me cuvântalea i șesfiule me na saltalea i corinde mi dom corinde mi dom și te uită me colo jos ai colo jos me la scăpătalea i corinde mi dom corinde mi dom și vezi pauri me făurind ai cruce de brad me încheiind ai corinde mi dom corinde mi dom 
Fiul Sfânt, medasa lătalea ai din brațele, me mai casa lăi corindemidom, corindemidom. Maica Sfântă, me cuvântalea ai și fiule, me nasa lătalea ai corindemidom, corindemidom. Și te uită me colosus ai colosus me la răsălitai corindemidom, corindemidom. Și vezi pauri me păurindai cu iedă fier me păurindai corindemidom, corindemidom. Ție fiut și ție baliai și prin talpe, me și prin palmei corindemidom, corindemidom. Fiul Sfântul me da salutaliai din brațele, me mai casaliai corindemidom. From the west of the country, we go to Bukovina in the northeast to listen to another carol performed by Catalin Maximiuk. După dealul cel mai mare, cer sare, Sfântul Soare, acela nu-i Sfântul Soare, Ce-i o mână, Șapte uși, șapte altare, șapte uși, șapte altare, slujba trebuie să o face, mai puța cu fiul brațe. Cuvânta Taci fiuț Nu răcrăma Că mama Ție Ți-a dat Doi pomnuța Raiului Luminița Traiului Struțeșor De maghera and we wrap up today with Iwan Dordoi and a carol from Transylvania. Să 
Când s-aud în cerul sfânt Colinde de pe pământ Fiul cerului ascultă el ascultă Living Romania. Coming up next, happening in Romania. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Happening in Romania with me, Lokamiara Simeon. As usual, for the next 10 minutes, I invite you to stay tuned for the latest news highlights in Romania. Recently, the Radio Hall in Bucharest has hosted a series of concerts, and on December 14th, it will host a concert with a special guest, the French violinist David Grimal. The last concert of this year presented by the Radio Chamber Orchestra is a high-profile event designed around the evening's special guest, the famous French violinist David Grimal, who will perform on the stage at the Radio Hall both as a soloist and a conductor. Born in 1973, he graduated from the Paris Conservatoire, and his career has included, in the last 20 years, concerts performed as a soloist with the world's most acclaimed orchestras. One of David Grimal's sole projects is the ensemble Les Dissonances, which he is the founder and artistic director of. Les Dissonances is considered the only symphony orchestra in the world to perform the standard repertoire without a conductor. The concert will be dedicated exclusively to the music of one of the great German composers, Felix Mendelssohn, considered the genius of the 19th century music, as Mozart had been a century earlier. In the first part of the evening, they will perform a concerto in E minor for violin and orchestra, and in the second part, the audience will enjoy Symphony No. 4 Italian. What would the winter holidays be without the much-loved Christmas carols traditions? And the Radio Hall is every year the host of concerts of Romanian carols like Wake Up People Don't Sleep Anymore or Three Shepherds. 
and equally international Christmas songs like Jingle Bells and Stille Nacht, as well as also ancestral costumes brought to Bucharest by traditional bands of carolers. The orchestras and choirs of Radio Romania offered the public four extraordinary concerts, especially dedicated to the winter holidays. A series of events that started on December 8th with the concert of the Radio Big Band and the Radio Chamber Orchestra, entitled Have Yourself a Jazzy Christmas. Saturday, December 10th, was the turn of the little artists and the little spectators to enjoy the approaching Christmas holidays. The Radio Children's Choir performed a traditional concert with carols such as Lord and Lord from Heaven, White Flowers, Santa Claus, along with holiday songs from other countries like Adeste Fideles, Joy to the World, Jingle Bells, and so on. The event is initiated by the conductor of the ensemble, Razvan Rados, who has confessed that the Radio Children's Choir loves to sing carols. The winter concert is by tradition the moment when a new generation of children goes on stage for the first time. So our emotion and theirs is uniquely intertwined with that of the audience who come to renew their joy of carols, said Razvan Rados. You are listening to Radio Romania International. You are listening to Happening in Romania. Sunday, December 11th, brought to the stage of the Radio Hall the traditional carol concert, We Start Caroling, which is a tradition continued for 30 years around the Holy Feast of the Nativity. The concert presented the traditions and customs of the holiday season as they are kept in the Romanian village. Traditional groups from Argeș, Bacău, Maramureș, Suceava, Olt and Telorman enchanted the Bucharest public with Christmas and New Year carols traditional songs and customs. On Thursday, December 15th, the Radio Hall will recreate the sacred atmosphere of the holidays through the concert presented by the Radio Academic Choir under the baton of the ensemble's conductor Ciprian Tsutsu. The event offers the public a suite of Romanian carols alongside pieces from the classical, vocal and symphonic repertoire specific to Christmas. The audience will also listen to two musical arrangements in the first audition, signed by the composer Iwan Dobrinescu, and the song It's Snowing During the Day by George Dima, the first winter-themed madrigal in the history of Romanian choral music. The City Hall of Sector 5 in Bucharest, through the Ștefan Iordache Cultural and Youth Center, in partnership with the Bucharest National Opera, organizes the classical Christmas market between December 10th and 26th. The Christmas market takes place on the esplanade of the Bucharest National Opera and brings to the fore the unique concept of combining classical music with the carols specific to the winter holidays. The classical Christmas market awaits the public every day between noon and 9 p.m in a fairy tale setting with traditional treats, the Christmas carousel and train, all channeling the magic around the eight-meter-high Christmas tree at the center of the Christmas market. An attraction that completes the magical experience is Santa's house, where Santa and his helpers have been awaiting children, big and small, for one day. 
also within the classical Christmas market, games and creativity intertwine. There are creative workshops for children where they can make Christmas ornaments, ceramic painting, the pot as well, painting on wooden spoons, engraved greetings and other attractive activities. Organized on the esplanade of the Romanian Opera House, Romania's landmark cultural institution, which works to promote classical music and education through music, the classical Christmas market will offer visitors a high-quality event created around the sound-colored winter holidays in an impressive setting. For two weeks, starting at 5 p.m., many artists will perform on the classical Christmas market stage, such as Gheorghe Zanfir, the Bucharest National Opera Orchestra, the Bucharest National Opera Choir, the Bucharest National Opera Children's Choir, Horia Brenciu, Vlad Mirica, and many others. The classical Christmas market also launches the first edition of the Stelian Olariu Carol Festival, organized by the Bucharest National Opera. And now a preview of the 16th edition of the Art Mania Festival, which will take place in Sibiu from 28th to 30th of July next year. Vardruna comes to Sibiu after a sold-out tour in Europe. They will be joined by Hakan, Tesrakti, Port Noir and Vulture Industries. The Norwegian neo-dark folk band Vardruna will take the stage four years after their first show at Artmania when they presented their albums called in 2018. Next year, the musicians will also bring their last compositions included on their fifth album, Gvitraven, released in early 2021. Einar Selvik, the band's frontman, says that for him, this album represents a natural continuation and development of everything they have done so far. Through experience, reflection and hungry curiosity, we potentially continue to grow as humans, scholars and musicians. And with this constant movement, our ability to dive deeper into our work also grows. More clearly than before, does this album and its songs address us as humans in our time, says Einar Selvig around the latest record for which both traditional and very old instruments were used. The British progressive rock band Haken will return to Artmania Festival five years after their first performance at the festival. The band is currently gearing up for the release of their seventh album, Fauna, in 2023. And that's all from Happening in Romania. From me, Lucramiora Simeon, it's goodbye now. Focus on Romania.
coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk Welcome to Simply Folk. I'm Eugen Nasta. Mariana Stanescu-Verman is a traditional music vocalist and a producer of traditional music shows with Radio Romania International's musical section. Mariana Stanescu-Verman is also a producer with Radio Romania's Village Antenna Channel. Mariana Stanescu-Verman is also an acknowledged traditional craftsperson of traditional apparel and adornments. Since 1996, Mariana Stanescu-Verman has been a member of the Balkans Traditional Creators Association. You are invited to listen to The Shepherd's Carol, performed by Mariana Stanescu-Verman. Our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 7350 kHz in the DRM system and on 9770 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 17,821,470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at ri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye. <laughs>